0: The horses are at the gate.
1: And they're off! Welcome to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. With the weekend coming up, this is the spot to be for news, handicapping, and spotlights featuring the winners behind horse racing today. Now here's your host, Ed Meyer.
2: And good evening and welcome to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer and thank you for taking your time to be with us this evening as we talk about the Sport of Kings. What other sports are there? Wait a minute, wait a minute. There's college football, there's pro football, and the sport of Kings is on top. But then that's just my personal view. Hey, thanks for being with us each and every Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, depending on which side of the coast you live on. We're glad to have you aboard. Winning Ponies, beginning the second half of the year with over $5.1 million in exotic payouts. Incredible numbers there. Industry-leading easy win forms have been assisting handicappers to capitalize and make more money at the track. If you haven't taken time to sign up, all you have to do is spend about 60 seconds, and you can be on your way and get in the game. Remember, you can't win it unless you get in it. It takes about 60 seconds to sign up and get you ready, rocking and rolling, and enjoying the races. Enjoying the races, as I said before, $5.1 million in Exotic Paths. Incredible. Capping it up, they got color-coded tier levels. From the novice to the seasoned player, very easy to read. I would always say, my dad can figure it out, and he hates new data. He can even figure out, and he likes to play the horses. I think you will as well. Handy icons, and I love these. They give me a cue to pay attention, say, three-year-olds and older, dropping in class, first time on the turf. These are things that, you know, you're going to forget no matter how good of a handicap you are. Winning Ponies takes care of that with the tier levels, the handy icons. One of my favorite components is the in-depth rider trainer information because this is where the big boys and girls, this is where they fish. Because this gives you comprehensive, in-depth analysis and a peek and who is winning for who, oh, this is one of the greatest innovations they've actually unloaded in 2011 to really take it to the next level. And then my favorite, I think, I even have to say I like the, the rider trainer information. And then you always have the change of weather tab. It's ultra important. Help me last week in a brand new set of easy win forms with a click of a mouse. Say you started the day off and you said, well, it's going to be a nice fast track. Mother nature kicks in, gets ugly, and it's a, it's a muddy track. Click of a mouse, boom, you've got a new set of easy win predictions. It's out there. The easy win forms will carry you right there. You're, you're uploaded to the minute. A lot of data systems, they throw it out 72 to 48 hours. That's at best case. And they throw it out there, and it doesn't take in consideration change for weather. It's economical, it's effective, and it's a whole lot of fun to use. As I said before, from the novice to the season player, check it out. We're on Facebook, Twitter. we got blogs, stories, free selections. And, of course, the easy win forms themselves to make every day a winning one. Check it out at www.winningponies.com. Stop gambling, start winning Take a peek. I know you're not going to be disappointed. We got a whole lot of action going on tonight. We're going to do a little recap. We're going to talk some biggins. A little story to kind of warm us up. Special guest this week is longtime trainer, blue-collar trainer, good guy in racing. Mr. Mike Nance is going to be joining us. He's going to be our guest. And we're going to have Dangerous Dan Moore is going to be calling in a little bit later. We're going to do a little handicapping. Summit of Speed Calder. Yep, he's a Florida man. He's got the inside inside track to Calder. Don't let him fool you. But, Danny's going to be calling us in. We always handicap very well together. Have a great time. Write Dan's down in pen. Mine, you might want to take in Pencil. But, Dan's, he's very effective down there. Then we're going to do a little Newsome Racing and maybe a little Final Furlong Handicapping of other races that I like. With that being said, let's jump right out and let's take a look at last weekend's stakes results. And I'm going to have to warn you, there's three days worth here results. Now, this is on 7-2, and we're going to start with a prior S at a Grade 1 event at Belmont, and the winner was Her Smile. Her Smile, written by J.J. Castellano for Todd Pletcher by a half a length over Pomeroy's pistol, and Alienation completes the try. Then it was the Grade 2 Firecracker Handicap at Churchill Downs, $203,000 up for grabs. A mile on the weeds, Wise Dan goes to the winner's circle over John Kenton Court in the Irons by two and three parts of length for Charlie Le Presty Barishnikov's second strike impact rounds out the try. Then we have the Royal Heroine. It's a Grade Two mile, oh, beautiful race, a mile on the weeds at Hollywood Park. Celtic Princess was the winner. Rafael Bejarano wins by two and a quarter lengths over Harmonious and Andina. So, in fact, that was that was Friday. Now this was this was a great. Or excuse me, that was Saturday. This was a great weekend on seven three. Now this is a Sunday. It's it's kind of a Saturday, Sunday, Monday thing. Fourth of July, and you had to come and you had to take your uh, take your Wheaties in the morning just to be prepared. But on seven three, the futurity at Belmont, a great two event, one hundred fifty thousand going six panels for two year olds. Jack's in the deck is the winner with JoJo Bravo for Grand Motion. Wins by four links over Team Six and Tarpees Goal rounds out the try. Then the Matron, a grade two at Belmont Park, 150,000 up for grabs. Million Reasons Why is the victor. Johnny Velasquez wins by two links over Sayah and Dancing Anna rounds out the try. Then we have the Bed of Roses at Belmont, a grade three event. Look at all these graded races. What a weekend indeed. tamarin Hall is the winner, David Cohen, and wins by five and a quarter lengths. I saw the race. It was incredible to watch. Kid Kate rounds out the place in. Spa City Princess rounds out the try. Then we have the Jersey Shore, a grade three at Monmouth Park. Six panels. Flashpoint the winner cornelio velasquez for wesley ward by seven links cj russell up for place chip shot rounds out the try the chicago handicap at arlington park a grade three event devil by design is the victor Corey nakatani and Belmont teaming up going seven panels winning by a length in three parts la Roca is second title pool rounds out the try now wait a minute we're not even done yet. I mean, this is, this is in fact, uh, this is in fact day two of the extravaganza we called 4th of July weekend. So it's three days of a horse player's dream, and you've got to love it. And then on the 4th of July, we had the Prioristics, grade one at Belmont Park. Her smile, the winner, J.J. Castellano, Todd Pletcher, by a half over Pomeroy's Pistol and Alienation. And I'm tell, I think I've already got that one in, and uh, we've, already, we've already touched on, on that day. So, in fact, I just had just information overload. We had three days of nothing but pure, unadulterated fun. And hopefully you were bored, and hopefully Winning Ponies was aboard And talking about the biggins, i like to rattle those down for you and keep a, keep a little score of how we're doing. Hopefully you were bored for each and every one. Friday, July 1st. Yep, that was my birthday. 158 total winners. Los Alamitos leads the day. Races 7 through 10. That's a pick four. Winning Ponies lights them up $7,344.20. That's pretty good shooting on the first day of July. And then the Saturday, July 2nd, 162 total biggins. Lincoln. Race 4, a Superfecta Key. You better sit down for this one. $11,482.60. It's just getting bigger and better. I told you it was an incredible weekend. Sunday, July 3rd, 163 total biggins. Northland's Park leads the day. Race 4, a Superfecta Key. $9,606.70. I hope you left the clerk a little more than 70 cents on that one. Monday, July 4th, happy 4th, 130 total biggins here. Lincoln, once again, race two over super effective key, $6,913.40, Tuesday, July 5th, 58 total biggins. Sunray Park leads the pack on this day. Race number seven, a super effective key, $6,320.40. And then Wednesday, July 6th, 18 total bigots. River Downs leads the pack. Race three, a super effective key, $703. And they are still running right now watching Indiana Downs. And it looks like they're having beautiful weather right there. It's actually, as you heard me and I'm touching on Wednesday, we are pre-taping this on a Wednesday for Thursday. So, in fact, that's why you're not hearing the updated Thursday results. But trust you me, there will be plenty of big ones to talk about tomorrow and the weekend as well. So that gets us caught up to the big ones. We got uh, a little bit of... uh, We had a whole lot of action. I mean, you had to really... Crank your bankroll up and, and just be ready. But I've got a couple of jockey alerts here. Instead of just just a story, which we can touch on a little later in the news segment, got some jockeys to make mention of. Jockey Julian Lapre, who's been a guest on twice here with on winning ponies. Wins his 500th at Churchill Downs. He became the tenth rider in Churchill history to record 500 victories when he won aboard Man. In Sunday's ninth race, that's incredible. He has 33 stakes, wins at Churchill. That, that boggles my mind. The notched victory, number 501, aboard Prado Dash in the featured allowance race. He leads Corey, Not- or excuse me, Corey Lannery, 51-46, to for the spring meet title. What an incredible rider, and what what a true gentleman, indeed, he he really is. And talk about a true gentleman, he's going to be joining us here shortly. It's going to be Mr. Mike Nance. I think you're going to enjoy him. He's uh, he's quite a hoot. He's, uh, he's a fun guy to chat with. He's one of the many good people in the world of racing. Onward and upward as we, as we continue on about uh, jockey craze time here. C.C. C. Lopez, not just win, number four, thousand. Chuck C. Lopez, a fixture at Monmouth when he started riding 32 years ago, scored the 4,000th winner of his career in the first race Saturday, July 2nd, when he piloted Duffy's Tavern to a gate to wire victory at the New Jersey Trek. That's incredible. That That is just terrific. C. C. Lopez, I believe his son is now riding. The 50-year-old Lopez was the top apprentice at Monmouth in '79 and won the overall title in Mammoth in 98. C.C. Lopez, one of the best, if not the best, speed riders out there. And then a little tidbit more about jockey mania. Now, this is a goodie story. Ellis Park jockey trying to regain his winning magic. Jackie John McKee has won more than 1,250 races and 31 million in purses. Since he launched his career in March of 2002, Cincinnati native has won riding titles at River, Churchill, Oakland, Turfway. 2006 had the mount on one of the Kentucky Derby favorites, lawyer Ron. Still, McKee said on Monday at the conclusion of the of the churchill meet, Ellis Park's 31-day live meet coming up. He said he's looking for bigger, brighter days ahead. He's not doing so bad at Ellis. With a win on Monday aboard Carl Bowman's implicit uh, in the seventh race, McKee stands second in the jockey standings, but they're just getting started. So jump on John McKee when you actually have the chance, at the windows that is, and I think that you're not going to go wrong. And I'll round it out here, and this is my man, P-Val, a guy that many people gave up on many times, and if you've ever heard of a 19 chance, this guy is making the most of it. He gets a big victory at Hollywood Park. and guy's courageous, cat to winner of of Cortado in the Shoemaker Mile for his 100th stakes victory. Can you believe it? A hundred stakes victory. Ups and downs in his career. He's 48. He looks revitalized, re-energized. On Saturday here, this 100th career stakes victory at Hollywood Park. P-Val, man, I am awful proud of you. I've always been a big fan. Well, there you have it. We've got a little recap. we talked about biggins, and we've got jockey mania we've been chatting about. It is time to head out to our first break. And when we return, we're going to be chatting with our special guest of the week, one Mr. Michael Nance, here on Winnie Post.
1: can't make it to the track you can still get all the action with winningponies.com the home of Horstradamus handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds quarters and arabian horses at most american and canadian tracks whether it be the triple crown breeders cup travers haskell or your daily races don't worry let winningponies.com make some money for you
0: voice america sports channel your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports
1: tuned in to winning ponies with your host ed meyer got a tip for us need a tip from us if you want to talk with ed or his guests the phone lines are now open toll free at 1-888-346-9144 that's 1-888-346-9144 or you can send an email to ed at WinningPonies.com. now back to winning ponies with ed
2: meyer
0: and welcome back to
2: winning ponies I'm Ed Myron. Thank you for taking your time to be with us. Without you, there would be no us. And we are definitely grateful for you taking your time. 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 Pacific, each and every Thursday as we talk about the Sport of Kings. This is our second segment. This is when we have on our special guest of the week. This week, no different. Joining us is Blue Collar Trainer, a man that puts in a lot of hours. He's never won with a, with a downtrodden face. He's always smiles, and he's always quick with a word and even better with his horses. Mr. Mike Nance, Mike, are you there?
3: Yes, I'm here. your glad, uh, glad you had me on
2: it. Well, it's a pleasure to have you on the, For the longest time, actually, uh, a gentleman that met you, I believe, at the races and on Facebook as well, uh, and, and he really has been following your career as I've been watching you apply your trade, is Dan Moore, who's going to be joining us, and he's even got a question for you. He's going to give us a little call here in a little while.
3: Okay, that's good. Yeah, Dan, I met him. He came over to Fairmont and he actually came in the winter circle on one of my horses over there this spring. <laughs> well, he he brought us good luck that night.
2: <laughs> you know, I've been watching you uh you, you apply your trade, as I said, for for a few years. I never never touch on age and never touch on weight and I'm not gonna touch on time, but it's been a few yeah. years and it's always been a pleasure, Mike.
3: Yeah. Oh, thank you. But yeah, when I started, I still had hair and was thin. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer neither one of those.
2: <laughs> uh, you didn't need them. Everything, everything's okay. Mike, this oh, is your wow. first this is your first time on deck with us uh, as, as our special guest. Do you mind telling our listeners a, a bit about how the racing bug bit you?
3: Uh, the, well, I got interested when I. You know, our whole family would go out to Ellis Park on Saturday afternoons, and I'm like five or six years old, and I saw that, and I thought that, that that was the greatest thing I ever saw, and I still think so. It's just like we would have such a good family day out there watching the races and, you know, watch the old horses, Hay Horse and Great Mary compete against each other every week, and just it's something, the first time I saw it, I knew that's what I wanted to do with my life, you know, so it was odd. You know, to be at that age and sort of, you know, head down that path to doing this, you know.
2: So, it, it, when, it, that, when it bites, when it bites, it stays with you, doesn't
3: it? Oh yeah, it's, it's just it's just a great business. I, I mean, I think about every once in a while how lucky I am. I get to do what I love for a living, you know. It's just you get <laughs> to come to you to the barn every morning see the horses. You know, interact with them, and that's where you get the the great joy out of it. Getting, uh, you know, the accomplishment. Uh, the feeling of accomplishment with them after they win and everything, you know. But uh, but it's just a great sport, you know. And it, you know, you just hope it keeps going.
2: Oh, and, we're, and with good people like yourself. Uh, hopefully it does keep going because it's always a pleasure to watch you bring one over to the paddock. It segues right into the next question. Uh, you've done about everything, as a great number of the of the uh, the good trainers usually do. Exercise rider, trainer, you, you've done everything from bandage, clean up stalls, muck stalls. Uh, do you think this has given you a first hand view as far as like when you're up on when you were up on uh, a board of horses, an exercise rider? Did this give you an edge to really? knowing what the horse was feeling like
3: oh no doubt about it i i was a better trainer when i was able to gallop my own not that i don't think i'm good now but at, at then you just there's something when you get a horse you just sense when you're on them every day you can tell when they're really coming around and getting ready to do something special you know you you just you, you always hear that you know, when you sit on a good horse, you know it. You just sense that it is. And I always thought, well, that's crap until I actually start galloping. And you can. <laughs> but, you know, the good ones are just, you, there's something just different about them. And at the same token, there, there's, sometimes a horse might have a little problem. If you're just watching it on the ground, you really can't tell, but you can actually feel little things, you know, when you're up there. I really, uh, I hurt my leg a few years ago and had to give that up, but I, I really missed that. That was probably the most fun job I ever did,
2: you know. So, oh, that, yeah. I've heard that from other trainers that when, when they're aboard, uh, Larry Jones, uh, when you see him, uh, when you see him in the hours now, now he's not a tiny man whatsoever. I mean, I mean, not, not heavy, but I mean, he, he's, he's, a, he's a tall, uh, rangy man, and when you see him coming around in, in the morning, and, and it really shocked me when I saw, uh, you know, he was out there doing and riding his own horses.
3: Oh yeah, he's he's good. man. Him actually started uh Dallas Park around the same time, you know, in the late 70s, early 80s down there. He was in the barn next to us, uh, and you know, he's just you know did magnificent from where he started. Then you know, with the cheaper claimers and everything, to end up where he is now with the you know Preakness horses and Breeders Cup horses and all that. You know, he's he's a hell of a horseman.
2: Yeah, in fact, he is. He and his wife, he? and he actually turned the reins over to her uh, with the with the eight bells tragedy. I, I think he just needed to put himself uh, on the shelf for a little bit, and he wasn't uh, feeling up to snuff. But hey, we're all past that. He's back in action, yeah. and glad to hear oh, that. Oh, but that,
3: yeah, that, that whole thing was just BS. There, there's no, not a person in America takes better care of her horses than Larry and Cindy do, and for them to come after her, them after such a tragic accident to that filly was just, that was just outrageous in my opinion.
2: Oh, you know. I I agree, Mike. It was it was a sad time, and and you're on media uh, on the media stage of the year. Uh, when I yeah. refer to as blue collar trainer, I'm talking about a man who does everything from yo to go in the morning, from bringing the coffee uh, to, to start off in the morning to uh, you putting in many many hours. So no no uh, no, no be your name whatsoever. When I say blue collar trainer, you don't have the fifty million dollar yearling in the barn. But this has to no. be one of the toughest jobs in racing. Mike, in my opinion, uh, you know, you don't have that fifty million dollar yearling, but you have to have a keen eye for the for the claim, the fitness levels, and the form cycles, which claim ho- claiming horses actually hold a, a lot less than a lot of the uh, the bigger namers that, that you're going to read about and see uh, running on the big stakes. Hello, Mike, are you there?
3: Yeah, I'm back. Sorry,
2: did, did the <laughs> did the pizza arrive in time? No, no, I, I,
3: I, wish, I wish it was
2: here, but
3: uh, actually, wait, waiting. I have a horse racing tonight here at uh, Indiana Downs. I'm waiting to go to the paddock with her here in a little bit.
2: Okay, well, the, we won't hold you all that long. And and uh, you know, uh, as I was peeping through there, I believe uh, post time seven twenty five Eastern, so you roughly have an hour. But uh, in, yeah. uh, from a trainer oh, yeah, standpoint, we time. But, uh, well, I'm glad to have you on here. Uh, when you it, as a trainer do you have a special fit for you turf uh, turf runners first off the claim a layoff babies uh, what what can we say is mike nance's uh, fit
3: uh, i i think my best thing is fast horses <laughs> 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 <I'm> the <best. laughs> but, no, I, we've always we've always did well with the babies and developing you know horses from scratch the man i trained for ron we don't you know, really go to any sales and buy any horses. I pretty much train all the homebreds that we have. So, uh, you know, we start them from, uh, uh, we have a, uh, Dwayne Wells breaks all our horses in Southern Illinois, and then I get them in the spring. And we we pretty much, you know, had a lot of success with those guys. And, you know, we've won over 100 stakes wins with homebreds, and not one of them had a stud fee over $5,000, you know. So, wow. That, that, that's pretty much our... Our niche, you know, and you know we we stay in the state bred programs where we can compete, you know, because we are blue collar. I mean, uh, Ron, he he's just was a self made man himself. You know, he started driving for a trucking company and then he ended up owning it later, and he very much did the same thing in the racing game. You know, I mean, we started with thirty five hundred dollars claimers at Dallas Park, and you know, just slowly went through the tough years, and he started breeding, and we started coming up with runners, you know, sort of made the whole process work a little bit better. And
2: in fact, it does. And it's funny, uh, the harder you work sometimes, the luckier you get as well. And, and we know that always oh. comes out of your barn. Uh, how how many head do you currently have in your care?
3: Uh, we have uh, Right now we have 38 between uh, St. Louis, I have my Fairmont, and then I have uh, the horses here at Indiana Downs. And we'll probably consolidate and take them all over to Hoosier whenever they get going here in three weeks or so.
2: But uh yeah. but the Indiana, Indiana programs
3: are just boom, are just booming, you know.
2: Uh, right on indiana as i'm as i'm watching it as as uh, you know you talked about it, VLt slots instant racing uh, I, I assume you're a believer in this because the purses are so much better. I was watching you apply your trade in Ohio, and then all of a sudden in, in the gust of a wind, I see that you're, you're at other places and you're actually looking for the uh, the better money and uh, so I take it that uh, you are a vLt or slot machine uh, believer.
3: Yeah, we, yeah, I'm somewhat, I mean, it's definitely worked over here, uh, you know, at Indiana, and it worked at Mountaineer, and uh, I, I hated leaving Ohio, I mean, we had such great success up there, and I really loved the people, and I loved the track there at Thistle and River, and miss going to those places, but their, their racing just, you know, went downhill, where you just couldn't, you know, financially survive over there. I couldn't with the expense of the uh, four dollar a gallon gasoline and all that going back and forth. Heck, I was doing good and losing money. Oh, uh, hopefully, it... I, I I wish them well that that they get it back going again. Which sounds like they got a good shot with their uh, with with the you know what's what's in the pipeline over there.
2: Yes, yes, they do, and, I, and I'm and i looking forward to seeing you back in Ohio uh, running for the bigger purses. It was always a lot of fun uh, because your horses were always tight and ready, and, and we wish you nothing but the best of luck with your runner this evening as uh, as you're going to be heading to the paddock here shortly. Mike, I'll round it up, and uh, I know you're uh-huh. a man that's on the run here, and I usually end up with the final four questions. the rapid-fire questions, usually yes, no, or a short answer. It's just like Jeopardy without the money. Are you, are you ready for the oh, final four? Okay. Do I gotta answer it with a question? Okay. <laughs> in the form of a question? You know I'm not I'm not that smart, so you're gonna have to take your time on me. Okay, are you ready, okay. sir?
3: Yes, I'm ready.
2: Okay, question number one, Mike. Who was your first winner and where?
3: First winner was Russell Cave at Ellis Park in nineteen eighty
2: two. That was just like yesterday, wasn't it?
3: Oh yeah. But, <laughs> hey, that was that was a nice horse. He actually won and got claimed that day, which
2: was bittersweet. Oh, I, I would say so. That you're hard work and you see them, uh, they, they, they hang the tag and they take it away. Question two Do you see more and more trainers setting up shop in other states uh, for the money?
3: Oh, I, I, yes, I do. Yes. It's like from where I call home now is uh, St. Louis. Like trainers just are like me, they just got a branch out anymore. Uh, you know, because we're struggling a little bit over in Illinois. We got, Supposedly, they passed the SWAT's bill that maybe saved Fairmont Park. But, like, uh, my friend Steve Manley, he's, like, invaded <laughs> Iowa. And Ralph Martinez, he comes up here to Indiana with us and stuff. And and it, it's, it, you just got to anymore. It, you, you got to go where the money is.
2: You're a wise businessman. Two, two final questions, and then we'll turn you loose. Question three, your choice, best place to eat and grab a beer for Mike Nance. Uh, that would be probably the winking lizard in <laughs> Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> in Cleveland, Ohio. <laughs> yeah. The
3: Winking Lizard Tavern. They got great food and good people and we usually if we got there I only flew up there when we were in stakes races. We went over there, I usually won. I Ooh. It it. So that was our <laughs> stakes celebrating place.
2: <laughs> First round is on you. Mike, final question. If you could do anything else in the world, what would you pursue?
3: I would sing the national anthem at cockfights.
2: <laughs> That's in <unique>. Spanish. <laughs> in Spanish, Mike, I have to say that I was—you know—I'm going to be a vet. You know, I'm going to be uh, driving. Around. Nope, I, I have to say that I fully respect yeah. that.
3: <laughs> Why, well, as a kid, I wanted to grow up. I wanted to be like a Mel and
2: personator
3: and have like a cover <laughs> band, but that never worked out either. <laughs> so well, Mike, I stuff with
2: the training. I can't blame you there. Mike, on behalf of Wooding Ponies, we'd like to, to thank you for your time. We wish you the best on and off the track, and especially as you go postward tonight. We'll be looking for you in the winner's circle, and best of luck, my friend. Thanks a lot, Mike. All
3: right. Hey, thanks so much, Ed. I'll be yes, talking
2: sir. to you. Mike right. Nance, he was with us. He's got a horse in tonight. And it's time to head out to our next break. And when we return, hopefully, we're going to be hearing from Dangerous Dan here on Winning Ponies.
0: to the pros we we cover cover everything let your voice be heard Voice America Sports
1: tired of the same mundane talk radio show boring opinions and people not knowing or telling the truth Tune into The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. This show is brought to you by two men who know the good, the bad, and the ugly of professional sports. Josh and Otis's experience and careers in the NFL give them access to the inside information and a reason to have a candid opinion. Tune into the Voice America Sports Channel Wednesdays at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific. The Sports Life with Josh and Otis. It's more than sports talk. It's a way of life. can't make it to the track? You can still get all the action with WinningPonies.com, the home of Horstradamus, handicapper extraordinaire with the most accurate predictions on thoroughbreds, porters, and Arabian horses at most American and Canadian tracks. Whether it be the Triple Crown, Breeders' Cup, Travers, Haskell, or your daily races, don't worry. Let WinningPonies.com make some money for you.
0: Your internet flagship station for sports Voice America Sports.
1: You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to ed at winningponies.com. Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer.
2: And welcome back once again to Winning Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer, and thank you for taking your time to be with us. Trainer Mike Nance, nice guy, funny guy, and a very hardworking blue-collar trainer. You know, a guy like Mike, you know, he had his horses in Ohio, and there's lucrative purses elsewhere, and he found himself on the travel, like many trainers are, are having to buckle down and do. Quite a nice trainer, indeed. Pay attention to Mike Nance. Next guy, I want you to pay attention to because, as I said before, you're going to want to write his selections down in pen. That is our man, Dangerous Dan. Danny, are you there? I'm here, Ed. Dan, what'd you think of Nance?
4: Well, I told—did I tell you he was going to be good, or did I tell you he was going
2: to be good? I've been trying to
4: get—I've been trying to get him on here for a couple months, but with the Triple Crown. and everything uh, happening, uh, I, I I ran into Mike. It was funny. I got a funny story out of Fairmount in April, and I was out there for the weekend with my family. And uh, I went out to Fairmount, and I was telling him, you know, I've never been in the Winter Circle, and and Mike had a mount, and this is the first time Mike's ever met me, by the way. And Mike had a mount in the first race, and uh, he said, "Well, if I win tonight," he says, "He says I'm putting you in there." And, uh, I turned to my cousin Zach. It was his first time at the track. And I said, I said, uh, we're, we're going in a winter circle. And he goes, he goes, is he that good of a trainer? I says, well, yeah. And I'm pretty damn good handicapper, too. And I think he's got a lock. So, <laughs> so it's pouring down rain. It's lightning and thunder. There was a post parade delay and everything. The horse wins. His name was, I believe it was Mees, And, uh, we go and we go into the winter circle and Zach's trying to carry a beer in there and we had to tell him you can't take a beer. Can't in the winter do that. Circle. So we go in there and they take the picture and I think Mike and I. Mike goes over and tells the, the the photographer, Hey, get his address, send him a picture. Uh-huh. I'll pay. I'll pay you for it. Now Mike just met me and he's paying for my win photo and he's a class he, act. He's a class act and that was the night that the tornado took the roof off the airport. Oh, St. Louis. Well, I, oh like, I remember. We're standing in the winter circle at Fairmount.
2: <laughs> well, I'll, I'll tell you what, but it's better than being at the airport on that day. Danny, you're in Florida, and you're now, uh, you're, you, you've changed your tag from Kentucky. You're now in Florida. Uh, if you can give us an update on the weather for Friday to Saturday, do you have any clue? Is it, is it heat, or can we expect any rain down that way?
4: I, I'm, we're expecting a lot of rain Friday, and I think through the weekend we got some kind of tropical wave. It should affect Calder, and uh, they're talking about it affecting the final shuttle launch. So look for it to be a little wet. Um, I don't think it's going to affect my selections whatsoever, though. Is.
2: Excellent, because now everyone get your pen out, because my man Dan is uh, going to be uh, shooting out some winners here. Hopefully I can do the same. Dan, we're going to be uh, a little bit uh, tighter on time. Our, uh, the producer will uh, will strike me about the face and ears if I don't behave and uh, keep to the time schedule here. But, Danny, I think we've got just enough time to go 9 through 12 and hear some winners from you. Let's go to race number 9 at Calder this weekend, Summit of Speed weekend, the Azalea Grade 3. We're going to go 6 spur long sits for a hundred and fifty thousand dollars. Phillies, three-year-olds. Danny, lead us on.
4: Well, Mayday Rose will be the huge favorite here at uh, Top Connections. Uh, Bob Baffert's bringing in this this filly, and uh, Mike Smith is in the irons. I'm going to try to beat her, though. Uh, I believe Devilish Lady has a shot to beat her. Uh, this Philly's had ten, st- ten starts at Calder. Uh, he's got she's got four wins, fourth at the, Four starts at the distance is two for four at the distance, and trainer Antonio Sano, When him and Daniel Centeno hook up, they're 25%. So wow. I'm going to take a shot against Baffert's horse here, and I'm going to take the uh, hometown horse, Devilish Lady.
2: You know, uh, Danny, I've seen that a few times. Le Peru went down, I think, last year, and he had five big mounts, and the guys down there actually schooled uh, an Eclipse Award-winning rider because I think there's uh, the, there really is a plus in that corner to uh, to actually uh, being on track and, and uh, the, the Calder angle, I like to call it. Race nine, uh, you're, you're calling for a little rain down there in Florida. I'm going to go with the three, Besso Grande, Luis Dorado in the irons for Stephen Jamar who's winning 19%. You talk about a Philly for the course. 8-for-8 in the money of Calder on the off-going, a win and a second from two starts. Dan, she ran a beautiful race in the seventy-five thousand. She's looking for three in a row. I think she's hitting on all cylinders here and loves Calder. Beso Grande will be coming, and I think that uh, Luis Gerardo is is a pretty good reinsman. Uh, uh, do you ever cash any tickets on him? No. <laughs> well, then, uh, you know what, then at least at least I've got a chance now because we've taken two horses. In the 10th race at Calder, we've got the six furlong grade two carry back for $200,000. Once again, six furlongs, Dan, lead us on, my friend.
4: I'm going to go with Indiana. Uh, this this uh, horse is versatile, can stalk or go to lead. Uh, three-year-old Colt by Indian Charlie. It's one-for-one one at Calder, and... uh Five starts at the distance is one, four of them, and the other time ran second. So this horse was second in the Swell the Traveling Man. This horse is trained by Martin Wolfson, uh run by Luis Suarez. The two of them are 30%. I, I think this horse may be 5-2, 2-1, to, two, two to one, and I, I think it- that he will get the job done.
2: Do you like anything underneath? No. Okay, straight out. Danny, I'm going to go with your rain assignment uh, and or just a, a bit of moisture and attack. I'm going to go with a four, and that's uh, Blaga. Big speed here, three-year-old gelding by Orientate, one-for-one one at Calder. And... Broke his maiden by 13 links, which is incredible. Drew off driving. uh, And we got Cornelio Velasquez, got a rider change. And uh, David Fox is the trainer, and they win 33% together the last two months. Then the selling point to me was on July 2nd. It was four furlongs in the slot, 48 flat handily, the best of 66 on the day. The last two works actually were incredible, Uh, 48 and 2, the second out of 88 works, and then polished it off on July 2nd, the first of 66, 48 flat. I'm going to say catch me if you can with Balaga in the 10th race. Uh, I'm hoping to, to see a little bit of a of a bit of an off-track. On to race number 11. We're going to go six furlongs here. we got the Smile Sprint. It's grade two, $350,000. Six panels, Dan. Turn it on.
4: Noble's promise. Ed. Uh, I'm, that's who I'm going with. Uh, Manny, Manny Cruz returns to Calder. Uh, he's riding for uh, Ken McPeak. Uh, this horse is two for two at the distance. Jockey trainer, combination is 21%. This four-year-old just won Aristides In his last start, and it was a it was a pretty uh, contentious race. I look for Manny Cruz to come to Calder and take the money.
2: Manny Cruz, and uh, I believe he started down in Calder, Dan. We got about three minutes of the break, so we got plenty of time here to actually uh, finish up this one and go to the next in the big money race. Dan, I, I like your refutable. Mike Smith and Bob Baffert. I'm not looking at a poly horse here, who, this 5 year old horse by Bridal Song, they paid 600000 for, which is really great, been off for about two months off of a victory at Churchill Downs, and has scored in the slop. Now, I'm not going to call it a sloppy track, but as you said, there could be some moisture available down there, and Mike Smith isn't going to ship in for nothing at all for Bob Baffert, also on July 2nd at Santa Anita. 58-3, and three, the best of 24, so that's, that's a sweet bullet. And, and I see Irrefutable being, uh, being the type of runner that can actually uh, stalk and or, you know, if need be, take the lead. So that's my selection in there, and uh, hopefully one of us will actually get the candy. Dan, race 12 at Calder, we've got the six furlong, grade one, Princess Rooney, grade one, $350,000. Once again, six panels, and it's yours for the choosing.
4: This is the race why Smith is shipping in. Take a look at Sassy Image. It's 1-for-1 one one at the distance, but she's 3-for-4 this year with two wins. Uh, this, this Dale Romans trainee is riding a two-race win streak. Uh, won the grade 1 Humana Distaff. She won the grade 3 winning colors after that. You're going to get bang for your buck. You're getting Mike Smith in the irons. This is why Smith is coming in for this weekend. I think he's going to take down the, the, this grade 1 race. And I, she's this horse to me stands out and I, I think she's gonna I think she's gonna win by open length.
2: I, all that I can say is I agree completely. And once again, on the off-going, not that it's just going to be a quagmire out there, but if it's a little damp, I see this four-year-old filly by Broken Val doing uh, doing her best. Dale Romans is the trainer. Mikey Smith is the pilot. This is three off the layoff, both in uh, a win in humana staff on Derby Day, going seven panels, wins by three, wins by a neck in the winning colors, as you said before, as as the overwhelming favorite. Shot a bullet at Churchill Downs, the best of 45 days. Dan, I, I think you're right with Sassy Image and, and Mike Smith uh, teaming up for Romans. I, I think it's going to be uh, lights out. Uh, is there anybody in, in the Dan, the Dangerous Dan collection, we can toss in an exact underneath Sassy Image?
4: I, I'm, I'm key in this horse overall, Ed. I, I, just, I, I think anything can run second. Any of them can run second in this race. The uh, One thing I wanted to tell you now, we – when I said we're getting a tropical wave, we're yes. actually getting a tropical wave. So we may get a heck of a lot of rain. So it could be a quagmire, as okay. you, she you said. So well, if, it, if it, it could happen, get ugly. Yeah, it, it could get ugly. So it, we, and um, a few of these races, you might want to take a look at the local riders who's who's had experience on this. But I think I think Edmund stands out. I think if Smith, you know, stays on the horse. I, I think that uh, this Philly wins for fun.
2: I agree, Dan. Well, it is time to head into a break. Danny, I'd like to thank you on behalf of Winning Ponies for calling in, especially for connecting us with Mr. Mike Nance. And it's always a pleasure to hear your selections, my friend. I will you take care
4: of and give your family uh, my best and I will talk to you soon
2: Thanks Danny Danny Moo dangerous Dan Dan Moore quite a handicapper and even a better guy Time to head out to a break when we return we're going to talk a little bit of news and a little bit of final prolong handicapping here on Winnie ponies get down
3: girl down get down girl get down.
0: your internet flagship station for sports voice america sports and they're off
1: what
0: The revolution has begun with Jim and Trav.
1: Listen this week as Randall Eden, Shannon Young, Josh Fleming, and Joe Hosmer tell us why it's important to get our kids in the outdoors. Plus, Cat Daddy will have some catfishy tips, and Nick Rhodes has a new twist on wildlife management you'll want to hear. This is sponsored by Ram Trucks at RamTrucks.com. Wednesdays at 1 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. I'm Jim Ferguson. I'll see you on the trail. You're tuned in to Winning Ponies with your host, Ed Meyer. Got a tip for us? Need a tip from us? If you want to talk with Ed or his guests, the phone lines are now open toll-free at 1-888-346-9144. That's 1-888-346-9144. Or you can send an email to Ed at winningponies.com.
2: Now back to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. And welcome back once again to Winnie Ponies. I'm Ed Meyer. You've had one heck of a night. You had blue-collar trainer Mike Nance. Nice guy. Very nice guy. I loved his final answer. He wants to sing the national anthem at cockfights if he wasn't a trainer. Funny guy, and he takes his training seriously. He's one of, the, one of the many good guys in racing. In Dangerous Dan called in. And he has some selections for us. What more could one ask for except except for maybe just a little bit of news, and I go to... I'm going to say either La Boise Park or La Park. After three years of false starts, false hopes, and ultimately no live events, horse racing returns to La Bois Park or La Park. I'm going to say La It just sounds better. And on Saturday evening, and so did the spectators. And did they ever? A record crowd of 7,643 showed over the first live race. Since August 2008 at the Ada County facility were some questions if horses would ever run again. I love to hear stuff like that. Who says that horse racing is dying on the vine when you hear small tracks actually picking up their head and making it happen? Well, speaking of what's happening, let's talk about the stakes that are happening this weekend. Saturday, July 9th, Belmont has the Man of War, grade one. Hollywood has the Hollywood Gold Cup, of grade one. Calder, the Smile Sprint. Calder, the Princess Rooney. Delaware has the Delaware Oaks. Calder has the Carryback. And then we have Arlington, the American Derby, which is a grade two event. You know, I I didn't even know that. The American Derby, a grade two. I thought it was actually a grade one. But hey, Grade 2, 200000 it's worth the play. Delaware has the Robert G. Dick Memorial. Calder has the Azalea, a Grade 3. Hollywood has the Swap Stakes, a Grade 2. Woodbine, the Ontario Damsel. Monmouth Park, the Long Branch Stakes. Arlington, the Modesty Handicap. Arlington, the Arlington Handicap. Delaware has the Barbaro Stakes. Lone Star has the Texas Stallion and the Texas Stallion Avenger Stakes. It has the Assault Stakes as well, Big Day at Lone Star Park. Mammoth has the Battlefield Stakes. Prairie Meadows, the Iowa Stallion. And then Hastings has the Lassie. So that's what's happening out there. And also I read a great article. It was by Mr. Jay Crumley, special to ESPN.com. It said at Evangeline Downs, July 2nd, the 12th race was a maiden race with a $40,000 purse. The payoff included $25,000 in slot machine revenue. This is incredible. Who says that VLTs and slots won't pay off? In this race, one horse was 0 for 10. One jockey was 3 for 107. Heck, you or I could go 2 for 107. A trainer was 1 for 26. On the same day at Delta, there was a non-winners of 2 allowance race with a purse of $29,000 included in the pot was twenty seven thousand from the slot machines. The field was a combined ten for hundred and sixteen. Three trainers were winless, several several others appeared clueless according to Mr. Cronley. The whole thrust is that racing can succeed. Now with VLTs, slot machines, instant racing, it can be that band aid to actually push us over to the next level to where we, we buckle down and we figure racing out again. And I, I really enjoyed that. It. it was slotted for success by Mr. Jay Cronley. Enjoyed that. And then Uncle Mo to return for Mr. Pletcher next week. Uncle Mo, last year's two-year-old champion, missed the derby because of a rare liver disease, has recently started galloping, expected to ship to Saratoga next Monday for Mr. Todd Pletcher. Uncle Mo in the house. Here's a true gentleman, met him in Turfway Park years ago, battling cancer. Trainer Gary Sims has his best Churchill Downs meet ever. When $4,000 purchase, flashy Lassie captured the Churchill Downs grade three debutante, the joy in the winner's circle was far more than celebrating for Gary Sims, his first stakes victory at his hometown track. The revelers were rejoicing the trainer was even alive. But to have a horse finish anywhere in the race, wow, that was unbelievable. His 19-year-old son, Zach, said when she won, you just can't describe it. Everybody was yelling and throwing up their hands and didn't care what anybody thought. That is one of the feel-good stories because I I had the the opportunity to meet Mr. Sims. And he's quite the gentleman. And the picture was in the story, was in the CourierJournal.com, Miss Jenny Reese uh, picking up... uh, any, any piece that she writes is just super. I would say take a look at it. It's it's one of those feel-good stories. And, uh, Mr. Sims, we wish you nothing but the best. I I, I, I hate to hear, you know, people that, that I've met along the way battling this. And, once again, another good guy in racing. Congratulations, Gary. Glad to hear it. Belmont Park had a couple horses I like before we actually round things up and shoot it together here. Eighth race at Belmont, the Caress Stakes, six on the turf hopefully we're not going to be having that, that rain that Danny was saying that, that it's going to be taking part in Florida. But I like the deuce. That is Rose Catherine. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hammer away. Once upon a time, winning ponies put this out as their best selection, and she did not disappoint Johnny Velasquez in the answer. Todd Pletcher. Velasquez winning twenty percent. Pletcher twenty nine. They win forty percent together. I like this four year old filly by Speedstown, and she is two for two at Belmont. Loving the way she looks. I like the distance. Six panels fits nice. It was a beautiful race last night. Rated the second, and the eighth pole was in hand and was safe and wins by half length. Rose Catherine is, is going to be my selection in the eighth at Belmont. Uh, you know the Cress uh, Cressing Stakes at sixty thousand dollars, which is not chump change whatsoever. I'm always uh, always going to be a big fan of New York racing, and right after that is the ninth race, a mile and a. 3 ace on the inner turf the man of war it's a grade 1 event once again on the inner turf geoponte is in there now i know you're what you're going to say that possibly you know geoponte yet may not be you know the only runner in there you're right, but this is part of the guaranteed three hundred thousand dollar pick four. I'm going to take Ponte. This is going to be my single. Ramon Dominguez, Christoph Clement, and actually is nine for nine in the money at Belmont. I love it. Second time off of uh, off of a layoff in the Grade One Manhattan was uh, closing four wide like gangbusters. Belatedly, Geopandi <laughs> just really looks good to me. And in, and in this race, this six year old uh, horse by Tail of the kid. Had, you know, it's caught my eye for more than one reason. I've been a big fan of Gio Ponte, Ramon Dominguez, and Clement, both of which were guests on our show, and we were proud and pleased to have them on. And hopefully, you'll be snagging this in in a beautiful pick four. It's a guaranteed $300,000 pick four. Each and every Saturday. So there's a couple that I like at New York. You've heard what uh, Dan and I were chatting about at Calder, and and I think together we offered up some, you know, a little bit of food for thought. But Chicagoland also calls me on this day the eighth race at Chicago, a mile and 316th on the turf. The Modesty Handicap, $150,000. In here, I, I like a runner, a speedster by the name of Wasted Tears. A little rider by the name of Julian Lay Prue is going up there to for Bart Evans, and the dam of this runner, Wishes and Roses, has had four turf winners to her credit. I love Wasted Tears. I love Layprue and the Irons, who ran at Lone Star and won by an impressive five lengths. I think you're just going to have to catch her. I, I-, I think anytime you see Layprue shifting his tack somewhere else, Markadan Pen. The ninth race a mile and three sixteen is the American Derby. It's a grade two event in the air. I love a runner by the name of Little Bit of Fun. And trust you me, and if uh, if you have a winner here, you're gonna be having a little bit of fun. Leander Gonzalez is the uh, pilot for trainer Thomas Proctor, one for one at Arlington Park. I like that a whole lot. Shipping in from Indiana Downs and the Oliver Stakes, and I was talking to State Store Bill Troilo about the Oliver Stakes, and I said, historically in the past few years, there's been some very nice runners who've come out of this race. It was a yielding turf course. Prior to that, a little bit of fun, ran on a good turf course. So if it comes up a little bit soft, a little bit of fun, will handle it a little bit easily. I like Gonsalves as a rider. I think you might get a halfway square price. And then in the 10th race, the Arlington Handicap. It is a grade three event, a mile and a quarter on the turf. I like Mr. Mardi Gras in here. I, I know Mr. Mardi Gras sounds like the big party. and It may, in fact, be if you see Mr. Mardi Gras actually heading to the winner's circle. Well, there you have it. We had a great... Time, and it always flies, always goes by so quickly when we're talking about thoroughbred racing. This week was definitely no different. Winning Ponies, would like to thank our special guest, Mr. Mike Nance, Dangerous Dan, for his handicapping insight, and you for tuning in to be with us. So until next week, may your winners be many and your photos be few. Good luck and good night, everyone.
1: Thanks for listening to Winning Ponies with Ed Meyer. We know the information from today's show will help you at the next post. Keep listening for more next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 Pacific, on the Voice America Sports Network.